Welcome to Resting Binge Face, where two friends binge seasons of TV shows and we talk about it. I'm Adam McCoy. And I'm Amanda Kathleen. Adam and I work in TV. We watch butt-tons of TV. Mm-hmm. If we started a witch coven, it would be basically us worshipping Satan and watching TV. Like everybody in Hollywood. Like basically everyone. Okay. So that leads us into today's episode where we are binging Netflix's The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I hope I didn't scare anyone. It's okay. Don't be worried. Everything's going to be okay. It's going to be just fine. Because we're watching Sabrina. It's just a TV show about the occult. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be nervous. So, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. We need to learn some things about it. And I want you to drop some knowledge for us. Because it's a vast history. Way too much history to go into right now if you go into the full archives of the history. But a brief history of all things Sabrina. Yeah. Uh, it first appeared in the Archie Madhouse number 22 comic in 1962. She appeared, Sabrina the Half-Witch. She lived in the town of Greendale, which is located somewhere near Riverdale, the home of Archie Andrews from the Archie comics. Are all the locations just Dales? Yep, Dales. Farmer in the Dale, Greendale, Riverdale. Riverdale. She lives with her two aunts who are also witches and Salem, an orange cat who is actually a cursed, a cursed witch slash warlock, however you want to say it. That's how he was in a... The 90s uh, show. Yes. He was a cursed witch. Exactly. Uh, she made many appearances in the Archie comics through the uh, next couple of years and finally got her own comic in 1971. Finally. Finally. Feature comic uh, featuring Sabrina. And most of those uh, comics featured Sabrina having adventures consisting of either trying to use her powers in secret to help others or dealing with the day-to-day trials of being a teenager. Ugh. Such hard work to be a teenager. I mean, I feel like when I was a teenager, I was a total witch. 100%. I'm sure your mom agrees. (laughs) So there are a few other incarnations of Sabrina throughout the years, but I think Mm -hmm. the one that everyone knows the most is Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which was the 1996 sitcom that premiered on ABC for TGIF. And that was that sitcom pretty much followed the same storyline as the comic books. It's very similar right. to what we've already mentioned. So that was the next version of the story. And then we'll jump to the current, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. This version was created by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, who yes. wrote the screenplay for the 2013 remake of Stephen King's Carrie. Oh, that's so cool. So you may see some similarities there. He also wrote for Glee, Big Love, but more recently... Amanda may know him as the creator of Riverdale, which is a series that features Archie comics, a fresh take on the Archie characters. I thought it was weird at first. I was like, what are these people doing? When I first heard about it, I was like, this sounds stupid. I was like, okay. And then I watched it and I fell in love. And I actually saw him um, at Comic-Con 2017, the first Riverdale panel after after it aired on the CW. Oh, and he is a big Archie fan. Well, funny you mention that. Oh, because really? according to Wikipedia, uh-huh. he actually created the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina comic book in 2014. No. Yes. So he was a writer for it. And apparently he is the chief executive officer of Archie Comics. What? So he knows all things Archie Comics. Well, no wonder he yeah. was like talking like he knew. He's their biggest fan because <laughs> he runs the company. He runs <laughs> Wouldn't you be? You should be the biggest fan of your company. I mean, he didn't say anything at the Comic-Con panel. He's humble. He's humble about it? Yeah, he's really humble. He knows He knows some things. 
a little bit. He's not going to brag or anything. Because if it's, he can just change it in the comics, and then it'll correspond with a TV show. So that's really interesting that he wrote The Chilean Adventures of Sabrina, and now the show. Yes. So So he did the comic, and he, now the show. He better keep it true to the comics if he created both. I mean. <laughs> I hope so. So the question should be asked, will there ever be a crossover between the two shows? Oh, for sure. They already, they already said Riverdale. I mean, yeah, Riverdale in the show. Yeah, they've mentioned the name. They said the, Riverdale, and I think they talked about what the football team. The was school, about? yeah, the, the the rival school. Right. Uh, so one hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Well, it was originally uh, in production. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina was originally in production in twenty seventeen at the CW, oh. and they were getting ready to make it. They were actually already uh, starting production, but then in December the project was moved to Netflix with a straight to series two season order. What's so that? it. Just quickly moved to Netflix. What's up with that, man? I don't know. But he says that he would love to see uh, a crossover. He thinks that he also already has an idea, one, one idea, which would be interesting. Would to see the characters of Riverdale hearing about a haunted house in Greendale and trying to break into said house, oh. and it's actually Sabrina's house. So that would be interesting. That'd but be also that there's a potential that uh, since the characters are already established, a crossover could happen in a standalone film that features both casts. What? I know, crazy. Oh, my God. So not just one episode, but a whole Six seasons in a film. Perfect. So that's a brief history of Sabrina, the character, and how it relates to the television show that we binged this week. Okay, so we're going to talk about the show. So if you haven't seen it, I mean, it's been out for, I feel like, forever. It hasn't. It's been like... Like a month and a half? Three months or something. Yeah. (laughs) Um, If you haven't watched it... Please watch it before you listen to us because we're going to spoil everything. Yes, there will everything. be some spoilers. We're going to talk ahead. about everything. Unless you really don't care to watch it and just rather hear us talk about it, that's fine. But you should totally watch it. If I made Adam watch it, everyone should watch everyone it. Everyone should watch it. If I had to endure, I mean enjoy it, <laughs> then everybody should. Everyone should be forced to watch <laughs> the show. It's fantastic. I guess that goes into it. Like, what did you think about it, Adam? <laughs> Well, it was a show, and I watched it. No, it wasn't bad. I I was a little... Was it too teeny for you? It's a little teeny for me, uh, coming from a father of a teen. So I'm a, I'm a little farther removed than some people uh, mm-hmm. from that time. But visually, it was awesome. I love the way it looked. It was good. The sets I looked it, amazing. Yeah. The, the quality of the show was great. I really enjoyed the kind of ambiguous time period that it's in. Like, it yes. seems old school. There's You think it's in the 50s? But then Ambrose has a laptop. Right. But I think, I don't think anybody uses cell phones that I can recall. Um, Harvey used his cell phone like twice yeah, in so the it's, whole... It's very minimal. Which is, you've never seen Riverdale, but it's a stark difference. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. See, I was wondering about that. Yeah. So, so they are heavily into technology into that show. Oh, so I think so this is a nice... crossover going to go? Wow. I don't know. <laughs> but I did really enjoy that aspect. And I think the, I think the characters were, were pretty good. It's, it's acted very well. Um, maybe some of the plot points were not quite up my right. alley, mm. but I I can see the I can see the quality there, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the show. Yeah, I I think I may like it more than Riverdale. Ooh, I don't know. I have to finish the third season of Riverdale, maybe, and then then we'll know for sure. Then I'll know for sure. But I enjoyed it. I really liked it. I I really like the creator. I really enjoy his adaptation of both the Archie and Sabrina comics yeah i and i actually enjoyed the remake of carrie i haven't i haven't seen it so it had some interesting uh, concepts you can, you can see if you watch that movie you mm-hmm. can see some parallels for sure style and everything else it was it was similar so he does a good job so we should go into the plot point of the show 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sabrina is... An orphan, a half-blood orphan, whose mother was a mortal and her father was a high priest witch. Who are dead. Who are both dead. Hence the term orphan that I used earlier. <laughs> and now she lives with her two aunts, who are both witches. And a cousin. And a cousin. Which is different than the 90s show. Yes, Ambrose. Ambrose, which I can never remember his name. But apparently he did make appearances in the comics in the 90s. There was an Ambrose mm. cousin in the comic, just not in the TV series in the 90s. I bet there's an episode of Serena in the 90s where her cousin Ambrose comes to visit. Possibly. Now, she had another cousin on the series who was played by her sister. Melissa Joan Hart's sis- actual younger sister played her younger cousin in the show. I don't show. think I knew that. I just looked it up today. <laughs> So they did, they did feature some other characters in the show, in the 90s show, who were other witches right. in the family. So maybe there was Ambrose. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there is one. If only there was some place you could go to on a computer and look mm-hmm. this stuff up. If only I could Google it. If the future were here, we could find out. <laughs> Moving I, on. I was going to say, I don't know anything past Googling. <laughs> Binging? Binging. <laughs> oh. I feel like you can only Google now. And so the... the Main concept of the show, right? The whole premise, the backbone of it is the Dark Lord, Satan, is trying to get Sabrina right. under his control, essentially. For some reason, there's something about her that he really, really wants. Right. So in the first and second episode, it's the backstory of Sabrina, where you learn about her. You, you get to know her family. She's obviously going to school at a, at a human school and not at a witch school Mm -hmm. and she's got these two sides and she doesn't know if she should sign the bible on her 16th birthday not the bible i think they call it a bible okay if i'm wrong leave a comment but i'm 100 percent that i'm 80 percent sure it's a bible well that math adds up so i'm good the book of the dead is that what it is okay the book, she's got to sign her name in the Book of the Dead, and then her soul is owned by Satan then on her 16th birthday, which is different from the 90s show because she just turns 16, and then they tell her she's a witch. Yes. Which I watched last night, and I was like, this is totally different. And in the comics, she knew since she was younger. Yeah, so the, in this version, she's, been, she's known that she's a witch mm-hmm. forever. So th- basically, after like the first two seasons, the first two episodes of this show is... Sabrina trying to figure out if she can she be half witch half human and not full witch or can she play both sides can she play both sides basically so that's the whole premise of the first show but then there's a trial then what no but like she doesn't sign her name in the book yeah she does not sign her name in the book she doesn't she said f satan i don't need none of his drama in my life i'm gonna hang out with the humans have some fun have some fun and then Satan throws a subpoena at her. I don't know. Goes to satanic court. <laughs> she, she gets a satanic she literally lawyer. literally has to go to court. I mean, he's Satan. can he just, like, pull her down to hell? I don't understand why he has to take her to court. Hey, there are protocols in place for a reason. Oh, okay. I just, I don't understand that episode. I mean, it's a good it's, episode. It's interesting. But it's like, very interesting, but it is very odd. Like, oh, well, protocol says you're subpoenaed. You have to come here and face... Charges. You promised yourself to Satan. <laughs> I feel like Satan would just be like, bitch, you're mine, and like, just take him. So that's an interesting part of the show that I actually kind of enjoyed. 
was they do break it up into, it's very repetitive because almost every show does this really, but they break it down into a different type of demon or thing you have to face in each episode, slowly right. trying to build on the on the bigger story. Right. Sometimes it's going too far, but, you know, it's interesting. So the whole satanic courtroom, Judge Judy on steroids right. is interesting. I mean, it's literally like what regular people who worship God, it's just the same way. It's just them worshiping Satan and they have... They hold court, they have school, they... Yeah, everything's the same. Just They have rules, they do. They live a normal life. <laughs> they yeah. live a normal, satanic life over in Greendale. So her matlock of a lawyer right. gets her off. She doesn't have to go sign the book. Right. And the devil's pissed, but it's all because she was... She got baptized. Baptized because her mother was immortal, so she was baptized in an, a regular church. So she kind of has her feet in both worlds. Right. So the devil can't own her soul because it's already been given to, what are they? Half soul, like God. It's promised to half Satan and half God. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. She's split down the middle. She can have both sides now. Which is funny because they keep calling him the false God in the TV show, but they still abide by, well, I guess we don't can't get your soul. That false God has it. Right. <laughs> like, like, honestly, Satan would be like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, at this point, I feel like Satan just wouldn't care. So the show it does have a few questions. <laughs> it's like, okay. Which, you know... I feel like all young adult shows are not perfect. We are. You know, they have their little well, because quips about most them. young adults, teens in particular, right? Don't care. They don't care. They are more focused on the the emotion part or the other part of the show right. that really gets them interested. The characters, yeah. the interactions. Mm-hmm. So after after all the habakkle, she is now free to live her life as a half witch, half human. All while Satan's still trying to get her to sign the book, scheming to get her scheming. And she's living in both worlds, she's going to the secret school and her still going to her other school during the day. She must be exhausted. I mean, really. Like, what, the weekend she goes to the witch school to get, like, accumulated? Acclimated? Acclimated. <laughs> Words that Amanda can't say. Mm-hmm. Like, they're torturing her. Like, the girls at the school are torturing her. This is a good old-fashioned hazing. <laughs> they're literally going to kill her on the third mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Like, that's their plan. Because they don't want her here. That may be one of my favorite episodes. I actually like that episode a lot. You like that episode? Mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. I, I like the one, the the ghosts that appear in that episode. It's an interesting oh, dynamic. Uh-huh. It's it's. I like, yeah. I like that you don't find out that the kid is a ghost until the end of the, mm-hmm. towards the end of the episode. I see dead people. <laughs> oh, and they knew at the end. Um, and then, like, other hub, other things happen to her. There's an episode where they have the Feast of Feasts, which is the Thanksgiving episode where... They auction off a witch to get eaten by the colony. All of these practices are very old school, I have to say. <laughs> they have a lottery. They have a it's lottery. It's like a raffle. If you put you your name picked, in. Then you get eaten, and you become the queen of the, for the day. For the day. But then you're eaten. But then you're eaten. To Sabrina's point later in the show, what a lot of cannibalism <laughs> in, uh, in witchcraft. <laughs> it's kind of gross. I try to imagine the 90s version ants eating someone, and oh, I can't. <laughs> I do like to say I like how the Hilda and Zelda in this version are like weird warped versions of Hilda and Zelda from the nineties. The TV version. version, yeah. Zelda's obviously the smart one and like Hilda's obviously the more free spirit, but they it's just a warped version of them. More extreme and warped and Yes. Yeah. And I do I do like that a lot. Yeah. So after the Feast of Feasts happen well, during the Feast of Feasts, she tries to convince Prudence who has been picked for Feast of Feasts, that she doesn't want to get eaten. That she it's doesn't want to die. A, right, that it's not a good... Thing. Thing. 
And so they go into the forest to talk to this witch who's just like... Got the crazy eyes. Got the crazy eyes. Talk about her dealing with the Feast of Feasts. And then they see Harvey and his brother and his dad and uncle out killing deer. And so the other two witches who are Prudence's orphan sisters. Yeah, they're orphan orphan sisters. That's a thing. Everyone's an orphan in this show. Orphan sisters decide to kill Harvey and his brother... Because his family... Because his family... Years ago, like we said earlier, mm-hmm. they were witch killers. They were witch so killers. Your, your grandparents are either witch killers or witches. One of the two. One of the, one of the other. So after that debacle in the forest with the Feast of Feasts, Prudence's orphan sisters uh, put a hex on Harvey and his brother. There's a big rock. What would you call it? A collapse? A tunnel collapse? An implosion? Yeah, or implosion. <laughs> In the mine, and Harvey's okay, but his brother... And why is Harvey okay? Because Sabrina put a spell on him. A protection spell. Can I say one of my pet peeves? Yes, please do. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot stand the spells that they use in the show. Mm -hmm. I think they're so horrendous. It sounds like a five-year-old learned how to rhyme. And that's the spell. Well, it's hard to learn... uh, Spells. They had to make it easy for the actress to. It was like it's some of the spells are so ridiculous, and then at one point they're in a different language, and I'm like, just make them all in a different language, so that way they don't sound stupid. Like, I would not eat them in a box. I would not eat them with a fox. Like Jesus Christ, it's like Dr. Seuss up in this bitch. <laughs> but then it ends with obviously Sabrina raising his brother up from the dead. He's a zombie. He's a zombie. He. She kills a witch. To make this happen, which you're supposed to be like, oh no, she finally turned, but she's going right. to bring her back, and she tries to trick... She tries to trick death. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. As we've learned from Bill and Ted, <laughs> Focus Journey, death's not so easily fooled. I like how you go reference Bill and Ted. <laughs> if I won't, who will? <laughs> so she cheats death. Death is not happy. The witch that came back to life is coughing up gravel. Harvey's brother is a zombie. She must fix all of this. That's right. So Harvey's brother has to die. There must be a soul in a there sacrifice. There must be a soul. Harvey decides he'll take care of it. So he ends up shooting his own brother, who he already lost once. <laughs> Serena brought back, and now he had to shoot him himself. Sweet <laughs> dreams, Harvey. Sweet dreams. It's like, let that sleeping dog lie. <laughs> Serena. No wonder he wanted to break up with She's her. She's such a teenager, man. That's right. Jeez. And then the last episode is everyone finds out she's a witch. Not everyone, but like her friends all find mm-hmm. out she's a witch. Because she has to explain to them why Harvey doesn't like her anymore. <laughs> well, he kind of now brought he's his mad at me. <laughs> and then her teacher, who's not really her teacher, who's Satan's mistress, concubine, bride, yeah. Who early on in the first episode she takes over one the of the body of a bodies. teacher. Yeah. So like the entire time, she's being like trying to be a supportive teacher, but really is like yeah, the mastermind behind into all this. Satan's journey. Um, she sacrifices a student at the witch tree. And so the 13 witches rise up from the dead and going to terrorize the town. Yay. Yay. Apocalyptic. But in the long run, mm-hmm. Sabrina ends up saving the day. But in doing so, the teacher slash Satan's concubine. Right. <laughs> convinces her the only way to do this is if she signs her name in the book of the dead. Right. And then she gets this massive power and she goes badass all over the the 13 badass her hair turns white, white. 
Automatically. Like Storm from X-Men. <laughs> uh, catches them all on fire. She burns literally the turns in the Storm from X-Men. Doesn't she yeah. like bring in like a storm like to get rid of all of them? Like I feel like there's like... I'm sure there's some storm elements to the fire when the tree like, catches on fire. Maybe it was struck by lightning, mythical lightning, <laughs> and that's what caused it all. But it's just an amazing blue fire tree, yeah. which is burning ashes falling from the sky. Yep. And then she's like, what have I done? <laughs> and then like, I like... <laughs> For the part two coming in April, like one of her lines is like, I think I'm going to like wearing black. And I was like, ooh, to the dark mm-hmm. side. To the dark side she goes. Sign that Bible. So that was the end of the original, like the first season, the but first, there was also well, the... Well, part one. That was part one. I oh. think um, part two is the second half of the first season. Oh, I know, but the first season, that was the end of the first season officially, but then they had the Christmas episode was the next... Right. Like a standalone... It, it, it took place afterwards, but it kind They're of... They're calling like, it episode 11, but it's a standalone mm-hmm. special. They feature things that happened. Right. But... So it was a Christmas special. I feel like the Christmas special, they just took a bunch of, like, Christmas folklore and just, like, shoved it into a Sabrina episode. And I, from what I read, that's what they did. <laughs> so that episode was going to be the kickoff for season two. And they were like, well, we did a Halloween episode. We did a Thanksgiving episode. Why not do a Christmas episode? Sure. So they kind of tweaked it to match that. So you were accurate in that. uh, Just throw it in there. Throw it in there. Because everyone loves Yule Logs and demons. What do we got? We got Yule Logs. We got seances. We got demons that eat children. Mm -hmm. We've got witches who steal children. Elves dipped in wax. Everything. Yeah, we got it all. We got we got it all in this Christmas special. But it was I, I really I, that was another one. I, I like that episode as well. It was really, good. I yeah. thought it was okay. It was I, okay. I liked that episode more because it was there was so much going on in it. <laughs> there was as much as the teen drama as there was in the rest of it. Oh, so okay. that was like, oh, I can get into this. I can see what's going to happen here. It was a more action packed. Yeah, there was more stuff going on. Got it. So you want to get into pet peeves of the show? Sure. I know I did one, but I know you're just dying to say. I don't have that many. It's more of a, it was just funnier to say that it is. But there are a few things. I, it was the fact that it, it seemed like they were they would go to such extremes to talk about how dangerous something was. Right. And then it'd be like, no big deal. No, no big deal. Like in the... I feel like that was every episode. In the fifth episode? Is it the fifth episode? Whenever Ambrose... Oh, okay, pet peeve. Astro- the fifth episode. Okay. The one with the, the dream. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I hated that episode. I fucking hated it. So about the episode, the the sleep demon, nightmare demon episode, what got me was, this is another pet peeve about Salem. When you first see him, it's like huge creature. Oh, because like, in the episode prior to. It's like, and he saves her from the, the heroine. But also when he first, when she first gets him, she puts out that ad for a, a familiar. To protect me. And he seems like he's going to be some like, they're like, oh, he's different than most. Right. And then he's, then the demon's in the house. He's like, meow, meow. Obviously, Guess that demon scares the crap out of him. He's a goblin slash demon himself. He couldn't do anything. Even maybe, a cat could bite. <laughs> maybe she's like, maybe there's different classes of demon, and she's like a higher class than him, and he's like, fuck that, I'm not doing it. I guess. But I was a little annoyed. Like, I was wanting to see a little more of Salem in his myth in the other form. Right. I just, some... I hate episodes where... There's no point. There's, there's no, no point plot point for there, the rest of the show. There's literally no point. The only point they get out of this is that Sabrina finds out her teacher is a witch. Well, because the teacher comes to help her get out of the. Dream. I will say one thing about it, and again, I'm not a big fan of it. It does delve a little more into the character development, and you're seeing what drives these people and what, what they're. Yeah, fear. but they could have done that in a better way. They could have than but, that dumb demon, the sleep yeah. demon. 
Which is, I pet peeve. I hate that episode. So, my, well, yeah, one of my pet peeves is I, I don't think there was enough of this Salem in his goblin form. It's like the whole don't show a gun in the first scene if you're not going to use it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't show him in that form right. at the beginning if, if he's never going to come back into the form yeah. and do something. Well, so. maybe we'll get more in part two. Hopefully. Okay, more pet peeves. Uh, so the, the, the episode where Ambrose Astral projects to go on the date with Luke, uh-huh. and it's this super dangerous thing, mm-hmm. and then the he's almost caught by the sparrow Birds. The sparrow death birds. Death birds. He's almost caught, and Zelda has to run in and kick the candles over, and he wakes up, and it's this huge ordeal. And then two episodes later, Sabrina's like, I'm going to go astral project into this demon's room. Like, literally room. after that, everyone is astral projecting yeah. everywhere. But he's like, and Ambrose is like, it's pretty dangerous, but if you do it, I'm not going to help you. And then she does it, something bad happens, he's just chilling in his bed reading a magazine, and the cat's like, meow. <laughs> <laughs> and why couldn't the cat just turn into a thing and knock the, knock the candles over? Wake her up. Maybe he don't work like that. Whatever. That was a big pet peeve of mine. It's like, just chilling out when his cousin could be essentially sucked into the netherworld forever. I mean, what is he to do? He can't leave the house. He could watch over Sabrina when she asks over Jax. <laughs> exactly. What else does he have to do? <laughs> You're proving my point for me. <laughs> proving my point for me. Um, Any other ones that you have? I think the only other one that I have is that... Why is half of her family British and the other yes, half not British? Yes, that, that got me. Even the two sisters. Even the two sisters because are not the they're same. not the same. Yeah. And I don't understand. Like, if they were all British, I'd be like, okay. Ha- like, her, obviously her witch side is, or derives from Britain somewhere. Yeah. But no, they're like, <laughs> I'm like, I get the, I, I'll take the cousin, but like, Hilda being British is like, well, Zelda, like why? Zelda kind of has like a like a Cary she Grant has, British accent where well, it's not. She's got that old 1930s yes. like Audrey Hepburn coming over here. Maybe from. they were born like hundreds of years apart. Do they say how old they are? No, they also no. But like, do they have the same mom and dad? I don't know. I I I, I can't tell you. They don't say anything. That would have been a better filler episode. Yes, then the nightmare. Like, hey, Aunt Zelda and Hilda, why do one of you have an accent and not the other one? <laughs> I would I would take it then. I'd be yes. like, okay. Okay, that makes sense. I get it. It's totally worth it. Totally worth it. I mean, I, but I do like the actresses that play. Hilda oh yeah, Zelda. both of so them. So I will take whatever accent they want to give me. I guess Hilda from the British Office. The British Office. And Zelda from Lord of the Rings. Which you ruined for me. I know. We were gonna. You, you should have surprised me on there, because I. If you're watching it and you don't look things up. Which I didn't for the first few episodes. I was right. like, "How do I know her?" She's uh, the—I'm going to totally screw it up. She is the daughter of the king in Lord of the Rings, the one who at the end saves the day in chops, the two towers. She chops the head off of yes. the of the dragon creature and saves the day in the third one. The third one, yes. So I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's where she's from." I had a big like "oh" moment. I was like, "You didn't save it for the podcast." Nope. Some things you just can't keep to yourself. God. Is that all the pet peeves you have? Yeah, that's pretty much that's it. Pretty the rest it. of them are just... I mean, overall, I really enjoyed the show. I really like the darkness of it. I like that it's different than the 90s version because the 90s version is very kitschy. Oh, yeah. Totally different. And then this version is very much... Basically, they're saying to the teenage audience, like, we understand that you're not kids. We're going to treat you more like adults. Mm-hmm. And here's an adult version of Sabrina for you. Like the whole orgy, orgy scene. The whole orgy, the whole orgy scene. scene. in the middle of one episode. Which I will 100% say that that is more tame than what's on Riverdale. Oh, yeah. I've I, I heard some things. <laughs> so also the, ver- the different versions of Riverdale and Sabrina. Like Riverdale's much more of a network show where they 
rely heavily on like teenage mm-hmm. stuff that has to be covered. Like I feel like they need to check off a box. Okay, in now this we have episode this. you have to talk about abortion, and in this episode you have to talk about teenage sex, and mm-hmm. in this episode. Whereas this Sabrina is just basically doing whatever they want. Well, that's what's interesting too. I think about it, the ambiguous time period. It feels like it's like in the fifties, right, or sixties. So everything kind of has this more mild, mm-hmm. like everyone just like ah, oh, sex doesn't happen. I mean, but <laughs> I get un- I understand why they they're doing the orgies because basically Satan's like do whatever you want. Yeah. And so like, no, it's a contrast for like sure. I get it. That's why I'm. I, that's why I like the way it is because the. The town is this old school looking town, and right. it's just kind of like, oh, gee, golly, gee, everything's great here. Right. Witches don't exist. And then you see the, the contrast on the other side where they're eating each other baby Heavy flesh orgies. and yeah, all the time. Like, whatever goes, man. Whatever goes, man. Satan's like, it's all good. Tearing the tags off just mattresses. Do stuff in my name. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, what, what are your predictions of next part two, part two, coming in April? Well, I don't know because I'm not sure if it's, is it, if it's one of these shows where they're actually only going to make two seasons? No. No, they've signed for three and four already. See, I, so I have no clue where it's going. I want to know what happens with Ambrose and that dude that he's seen, because I think that dude that he's seen kills oh, witches. There's something fishy about him, I for think, sure. I think that dude kills, kills witches, because earlier in this season, that's how he meets this dude. Yeah, his his lover is, his killed, lover is killed, and he comes to the funeral home and meets Ambrose. And then immediately and then starts night, having sex with him. They get it on. Yes. So it's like, oh. He's preying on something. <laughs> so I yeah, think that's going to come out. I think the interesting powers that Susie and uh, Rosalind have and how mm-hmm. those are going to develop and how they're going to work, like if they're going to work with right. her to help Which fight I the Dark Lord. In the in the Christmas special, how Roz like, saw mm-hmm. a vision, came to Sabrina, and Sabrina, they went and fixed, like went to go find Susie. Yeah, save the day. Save the day. With the help of a horrible... Horrible demon witch, witch ghost children, yeah. lady. Um, but I so I, that dynamic. So I, I feel be cool. like there'd probably be more of that. So obviously, Roz will have more visions. I th- you know and what? Get th- with Sabrina. What I th- what I'm pretty sure is going to happen. There's going to be a will they won't they relationship between Harvey and Sabrina. <laughs> well, there's already a shot in the trailer of Harvey and Roz getting it on. Oh, see, I haven't seen the trailer. Like yet. I'm pretty sure they kiss, and I'm like, what? Uh, maybe the teacher puts her under a spell to make. Oh, maybe. So she's like, mm-hmm. who knows? I think Susie will definitely. I think she start going to realize who she is. She's gonna be more honest about, right? Yeah, who she is, or she's just gonna become because, like you said, it's kind of just nothing right now. That you could say they don't lean one way or the other. Right, That's she just a, is uh, Susie. Like yeah. Susie's just Susie right now. Which I would say, the boys at the high school do some terrible things to Susie, and the principal's just like, well, she can leave. Well, the principal's a. Uh, <laughs> misogynistic uh, weirdo. He's I know, hitting like, on the witch. If someone's woman. trying to lift up your shirt to see if you're a girl or a guy, I feel like that's expulsion right there. I would think so, but apparently not in Greendale. Not in Greendale. So I think Susie's gonna figure out who she is, and then, mm-hmm. and then part part do. Yeah. And I think Harvey is gonna be more resentful. Not resentful. Maybe more. Because he's kind of reserved in this one. Yeah. I feel like he'll maybe, like, sprout more and, like, open up. Yeah. Maybe he'll be a bad boy. Maybe she'll like that because he knows she's into that now. Yeah. I can do bad things, too. Harvey's like, I'm bad. (laughs) I feel like this part, this part two, is going to be maybe more action-packed. I would think so because the first one's development. Right. We've developed these characters. We've seen who they are. They've grown to this point in the season. Mm-hmm. 
how is the second part going to finish off? Yeah. But do you want to go ahead and give the bingeability score? Bingeability. I would give it a four. Okay. Because I like to watch some episodes, and then some episodes I'm like, okay, I really don't have to watch this episode. Okay, I don't feel so bad about mine now. Okay. I was teetering on a three, three and a half. Okay. And I was, and I'm pushed more towards three and a half, just because I'm a big horror sci-fi fan. Right. So that element of it kind of pushed me over. Mm. Now that's why. I'm surprised how much you like it. Yeah, I mean, I got once I started watching, I wanted to see what happened next. I'm, I will admit that it took me a couple of days to watch it. It was not all in one setting. Plus, it's a long. I mean, some of those shows are over. Like, I mean, the first episode minutes. was an hour. Yeah, they're like right at an hour. Yeah. So eleven hours straight was a lot. So. I swear to God, the first two episodes are like one episode to me. Oh, they kind of blend together. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of episodes, what's your favorite episode, Adam? I think the Christmas episode is my favorite. The Christmas one's your favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I like the bookends. I like the first two, and then the last. The the, I mean... The one before the Christmas episode. The last episode was pretty good. It was amazing. Well, yeah, it was pretty she good. She turned into, like, a full-fledged witch and, like, was kicking yeah, ass. Yeah, but also, there were, yeah, there were some issues with all of them. But I think I liked the last one because it felt like an X-Files episode. Oh. <laughs> you know, when she gets kidnapped by the Santa guy, uh-huh. he's kind of weird, he's a demon, mm-hmm. and he's going to... It had a very, like, that kind of sci-fi feel. More of a sci-fi. Pers- or, yeah. yeah, which I like, so... Okay. Not that I'm trying to defend myself or anything. It's not like... I'm just saying. Hey, guys. Hey. So, in keeping with tradition, uh-huh. I have a question for you. Oh, you have a... Is it Stump Amanda time? Kind of. Okay. It's not that hard <laughs> of a question. So, in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina... Yes. They all have a familiar, mm-hmm. which is a supernatural entity that takes the shape of an animal uh-huh. to help witches in everyday life, I guess. <laughs> So if you could choose, Ooh. and you were a witch, okay. what would your familiar be? Well, I always say that if I could be an animal, I would be a rabbit. So I would pick a rabbit, but I would pick the rabbit from Mighty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> okay. Because it's cute. But it's but dangerous. don't get too close. That's right. Okay, that's a good answer. What would you pick? I, I think I would, if we're going to go for... Animals that could be in a movie or a or a storyline of some kind. Mm-hmm. I would go with a dire wolf. A, oh, bring it back to Game and of And if Thrones. I couldn't do a dire wolf, just a regular wolf. But the dire wolves are huge. Yeah, that would be awesome. Why would you want a regular wolf? Because even not in goblin form, it could still kick ass and it would be able to protect you. But it could snuggle with you at night if you got lonely or cold. Well, I don't understand. Just pick the dire wolf then. Why do you have to have a sub... I'm saying if it's not a possibility, if I can't get a dire wolf. I picked the rabbit from Monty Python. Maybe. Like how is, that's not physically. Maybe, okay. Maybe all the dire wolves are extinct. And so now I just have to go with an Arctic wolf or a timber wolf. You could literally pick a unicorn and I'd be okay with it. No, not a unicorn. It's too big. <laughs> but I'll take a dire wolf. Maybe I could ride it if I needed to. I could go on a tangent and talk about, like, where's Ghost? But, like, oh, I'm yeah. not going to. We can't do that again. <laughs> Maybe next week. <laughs> when we do the Game of Thrones. Yes, that'll work. Okay. All right, this has been it for kind of Stump Amanda. I had a good answer this time. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was better than mine. Well, I mean, normally you stump me and your answer's always better. Naturally. <laughs> but I won this time. You won. I give it to you. I get it. Adam 2, Amanda 1. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so that leads us into skip the intro, where, you know, on Netflix where they have the option to skip the intro. Yes. I'm going to listen to several shows that have a theme of either teenage or, like, fantasy. Okay. okay. That go with Sabrina. And then we'll talk about, do we skip the intro? Because some intros are too good to be skipped. Okay. Are you including Sabrina in this? Yes. So the first one is Sabrina. Like Sabrina. I love the intro I love the intro for Sabrina. I think they did a fantastic job. Artwork's great. The songs. I I love that you see the history of the comics through Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. It's wonderful. I do like that one a lot. It's fantastic. Even though when you binge on Netflix, it'll just skip it. Automatically skip it, yeah. Right. But if I go back to it, I'll just go back. Then it asks if you want to skip, but yeah. Right. So the second one, I thought I'd give you an easy one. Stranger Things. No. Of course Don't not. Don't ever skip the Stranger <laughs> Things intro. It's fantastic. That is great. It's like the creme de la creme of yeah. intros. I think it may be the best out there. It might be, yeah. It might be the best out there. Besides Perfect Strangers. <laughs> um, Westworld. Oh, totally skip that one. I cannot stand it. I hate it. that like, intro. Like, I tried to like it. Like, I was watching the first, like, first couple episodes. I'm like, okay, I kind of like it. And then, like, after the fourth time I hear the piano go, no. I'm like, all right, no. Buffalo's going to run off. I do, I, but they do slowly change the intro, right? Like, it's The a second season different is different than the first season. Than, yeah, but it's still, yeah, I'm, I've had enough of that. I mean, once you see one, like, once you see the first intro of the season and you see all the cool, intricate stuff that they do, it's just like, all right. by halfway, you're just like, all right, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I totally skipped that one. Um, I threw this one in for you. I can't bait. I can't do it. I can't say whether I would skip it or not because I've never seen it. Okay. But I throw it in there because it was in like all of the top fantasy shows ever. Okay. Hopefully, I've seen it. I'm gonna <laughs> feel real stupid. Um, Lost. Yeah, I skipped that one. <laughs> I actually do. I think the reason I skipped that one, and there's a caveat here, uh-huh. is I got into Lost very late in the game. Okay. When it was on Hulu for mm-hmm. free. Before I even had the Hulu account, they put six, five or six seasons on. Oh, okay. And my wife and I watched every episode in like a month. So I was like, we don't, we don't want to hear this again and again and again and again. So it wasn't a bad intro. It's just, I think I got burned out on it. You're just like, no. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was surprised though. Like literally everyone that says, best fantasy show. Like it's in the top 10 fantasy For the song shows. intro or just for the no, show? No, just for the show in general. I hate the show now. I loved it when I was watching it, but after the last season and the yeah, um, you're just over it. My wife is like, I will never watch that show again because <laughs> just because she knows how it ends. Even though some of the episodes are fantastic, right? The storylines are great. Right. J.J. Abrams has some great points, mm-hmm. but the but yeah, you feel like you're punched in the face at the end of the show. So sorry, Lost is not a sponsor sorry. of this podcast. And then I know what the answer is going to be, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. Game of Thrones. No, <laughs> no. Never skip the intro. No, you can't skip that one. (laughs) And if you tune in next week, we're going to binge. Every season. Every season, twice a month, until we get to April to watch. Of Game of Thrones. The final season. So next week will be season one. Next week will be season one. So we can see everybody that we love while they're all still alive. It'll be like a family reunion again. (laughs) So if you like Game of Thrones like we like Game of Thrones, if you don't skip that intro... You should tune in next week. And binge, watch the whole season like we do, and then you can listen to us yeah. afterwards. Or if you don't want to binge watch it, you can just listen to us talk about it. But you got to catch up before the next season. I mean, if you've seen it already. it's not. I've seen it 
the whole every episode at least twice, some other three times, and I still want to watch it again <laughs> because you forget everything that happens. It gets blended. You in do s- everything gets blended. That's why they have the those the recaps. Like, those recaps in the beginning mm-hmm. where they just randomly show a character, and you're like, okay, well, this character is going to be in yeah. this episode. Yeah, if you see it, you <laughs> know. Oh, well, that person that you saw in season two that you forgot about, that you forgot about, he's coming be back. back. Yeah, look forward to that. But in addition to that, mm-hmm. next week we're going to be binging. What are we binging? Let me stick at a series of unfortunate events. Season three. Season three. The final season. This is, I'm excited and sad at the same time. Very. So. Very sad. Yeah. The last one hit, hit the airwaves and after you watch these, they'll be gone. My, be I will say my kids have already watched the show. Uh-huh. They've already watched the entire third season. Right. They got to the last episode. And my daughter's like, shut it off. I don't want it to be over yet. That feels like me. Let's watch it later. Yeah. So I did the same thing to... Uh, all the way through, up to the last episode, and they were like... No. Yeah, I gotta maintain. I did the same thing with Fringe. I have yet to see the season five. I will just never watch season five. It will just never be over. So it'll never be over. That's no. always... Yeah. Plus, if it ends in a way you don't like, you won't have to be, like, lost. <laughs> you won't have to be upset about it, and you won't hate the show. I think it's gonna be fantastic. I th- yeah, I love the first two seasons. Ugh. I'm so excited. Neil Patrick Harris, what's not to like? If you don't like Neil Patrick Harris, I'm not going to say anything mean. You can just go bury yourself in a hole somewhere because that man is an American jewel. (laughs) He's a treasure. He is a goddamn treasure. (laughs) Treasure. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for listening. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And and comment. Tell us what you think. and tell. Please comment. What you may want us to binge, and we can uh, binge some of those shows as well. We'd or love to hear what you guys think. If you don't like what Adam says, you could put that in there too. So that means there'll be no comments because everybody loves what I say. Oh, is that? Yeah. Is that what that is? Sure. <laughs> well, thank you. How does my head fit in these headphones? They're, They're so, so snug. Big. <laughs> thank you guys again, and we'll see you binges next week. Next week. Bye. Bye.